Welcome, everybody. Yeah. To the kiosk corner. We're in the kiosk corner. At the kiosk corner. We're in the kiosk corner. Breaking it down at the kiosk corner. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another Chaos Corner podcast. My name's Steve. Yes, yes, my name's Donovan. And today we are going to be talking about women. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, not just women uh, in general, but women in media um, in particular. Yeah, I think uh, influential creative women because it's a creative podcast. So yes. we talked about a lot of the greats and some of our favourites, but I think we're going to kind of. Um, Centre this one around female artists yeah. um, of all the genres. So obviously you got painters, um, musicians, the lot, and media as well. Yeah. So just important, influential women. Let's do it. But we could not do a podcast about this without having a lady persons here with us. <laughs> so today we super creepy. Yeah. So today today we have a guest in the form of Holly Fitzgerald. Hello. Hi. Hi Holly. Hello. Welcome. Honored to be your hello. lady person welcome. for the day. Welcome. We are going to say hello to you as though you've just this second walked in and sat down <laughs> and not been here already for half an hour. Yes. That's, that's cool. I can present. Welcome Holly. Thank you for joining us. Hi, no, thanks for having me. So generally, um, we have the Chaos Corner, which you know, and you're, okay. you're our part of. She is a dweller. Nice. <laughs> corner dweller. dweller. Good to know. Um, and you kind of see that we spread the word of the arts. Um, and I suppose it's a good opportunity to sort of spread and talk about what you do for a little bit. So we are going to maybe quiz you a little on what is going on in your life. Sure, that's totally fine. <laughs> quiz all, away. All the gory details, if you could, please. <laughs> Um, but more more on the sort of musical and creative <laughs> side, if we, if we can. <laughs> the, the musical gory details. Don't worry, fine. I'll leave out the uh, truly awful stuff. Cool. Um, so for, for obviously our dwellers that don't know who you are, would you like to give us a little rundown of who is Holly Fitzgerald? Oh, who is Holly Fitzgerald? Well, um, she is me and a singer-songwriter, um, musician, kind of... Um, I do a little bit of the production thing as well, um, mm-hmm. mostly for my own stuff though. But yeah, uh, singer songwriter. I do dark cinematic pop, as pretentious as that sounds. Um, I said dramatic, didn't I? I went with the word dramatic, but cinematic. That that yeah, that makes sense. It's because it's usually quite. It is dramatic and it's usually quite melancholic, isn't it? My stuff. So. Yeah, I love melodrama. I love oh, it. There you go. I love it. There you go. Fun. It's kind of like gothic pop. Yeah, gothic pop. But that's probably the best way to describe it because it kind of spans a bunch of genres. Like, yep. there's stuff that I've written recently that's like electronic, and then next to like folk pop songs that are acoustic based. So it's uh, always very eclectic mix. Yeah, yeah, very. So, do you move with a band as a as a title, or are you, are you a solo artist? Me, just me, just you, okay. just me. Awesome. Yes, awesome. Uh, we first. I don't know whether it was the first time we met, but we certainly for your music video mm-hmm. was the first time we worked together. That was quite an epic music video, that wasn't it? It was, wasn't it? Sandon Hall. Sandon Hall, beautiful. Have you ever been to Sandon Hall? Do you know? I what? haven't. No, but can is that shareable on the corner? Yeah, yeah, we can. We, we need to share that. We can post that. Yes, awesome. Um, we can post that up. Um, 
Yeah, I mean that was great. You got you got those excellent oh, Rachel and Rocco. I want to yeah. say uh, Rachel and Rocky. Rocky, yeah. Rocky. Oh, there you go. I was close. Yeah, uh, excellent <laughs> good dancers. Yeah, um, they were really good. Um, well, they were kind of on a last minute thing because I had a cancellation actually. Yeah. So um, I think they were amazing. Like a week to go, I messaged them and was like, "Can you do it?" and they did so and it was yeah it was really dope there was dope. quite there was quite a funny behind the scenes video up somewhere still lurking around of that music video shoot which one when you was walking around in that big flowy black oh, dress no. with your white pop socks on <laughs> yeah, and you said made a yeah, I know <laughs> yeah, you're yeah you know what I'm on about yeah. yeah is that like an outtakes kind of blooper reel uh, yeah. no it's just a little <laughs> is that shareable on the corner <laughs> as well it is yeah, I'd yeah. like to see that too yeah. so yeah. share that first and then share the prof of it she yeah. was dressed yeah. as a nine, early 90s porn star uh, I mean, if as you do, <laughs> that wasn't my intention. I'm not going to lie. Like <laughs> only because she was wearing white socks. That was literally the only. That was. The <laughs> it's got a window into Steve's formative years. I know, years. right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Why? The, why did they wear white, white socks? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Pornography. I've never heard of it. Neither do I. To oh, be okay. exactly. You're on your own, Steve. Just me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, what what have um, obviously cinematic pop is quite a niche genre. So, yeah. how do you find how do you find that trans? What's your audience look like? What does my audience look like? I don't um, mean like their physical appearance. <laughs> I mean like um, about five nine. <laughs> um, honestly, it's it's kind of a weird one because it it is a bit of a niche like you say it's, it, it changes on where you are There's, I've got people at the minute who are listening in Switzerland and like people who are I've got people in Indonesia and people in like just all over the world and it's just it's it's quite surprising to be honest that do you, do you not find that I think so but I, I mean do you, do you find that when you're in a, a niche like that that you're following tends to be a little bit more hardcore as in like they tend to stick with you or is it the same as pop? Do they kind of just fleet and come and go? Or? Um, I'm not sure about, like, come and go. I, I would say, I'd say, yeah, they're probably, they, they do stick. It's it's quite a, like, yeah, a niche, I think. It's like a tight little group. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's the whole thing of cult. <laughs> when, when you have a cult following, it's um, yeah. it's more of a kind of a narrower market, maybe. Mm. Um, mm. But the people I think we were talking actually off the podcast about uh, the guys that are that are into this this podcast in general mm-hmm. so it's not a huge number um, but what you end up having with anything that's got a, a, a small growing bubbling under the surface yeah. um, fan base they tend to be a bit more committed hmm. to the cause <laughs> as opposed yeah. to something that's got mass appeal yeah that people kind of like just dip in and out of as, yeah. as they feel does yeah. that make sense yeah. yeah yeah sure so what are you up to at the moment then since that song was released and you put that out mm. um what what's happened since oh what's happened since well um i'll kind of start at the most recent and white of the world my new single was released two weeks ago two three weeks what ago what was the title sorry white of the world white Just, of the you world know, keeping okay. it cheery as yeah. um yeah that was released like two three what's weeks the ago answer? What is it? What is the weight of the world? 
what is the way to the world? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, I just totally. Someone Google that while we're. <laughs> Does I have no know? idea. Yeah. Um, it's uh, it's yeah a single wrote It's about mental health actually. Um, again, okay. nice light topic. Um, important topic though. Yeah, yeah, really important. Which is kind of why I wanted to write it and wanted to talk about that and then talk about my own. It's based off my own experiences with um, that kind of thing and then uh, slightly. Um, exaggerated a little bit and then uh, yeah I wanted to stick that out there but yeah uh, I released that single um, and since we did the video for Time I uh, which is my my baby my debut single um, I released another one called Kaleidoscope um, and in between that I managed to play a whole bunch of gigs um, and then did a bunch of festivals over the summer and managed to get on a collab with Tapes who's actually got something out right now um and yeah, did a, a collab on a hope and pray with him, and then managed to go and do some live stuff for the BBC um, on that session. And that's pretty cool. Yeah, I um, saw that. What was what was that? What was you doing with the was BBC? It was it like introducing yeah, BBC uh, introducing. I've played a couple of my singles, um, and then which big thanks, and uh, and then me and Tapes and uh, a couple of musicians, Grant on guitar and uh, Julie on cello, managed to go and get that Hope and Pray single that I collabed with Tapes on, on a, like a live lounge kind of thing on BBC West Mids. Awesome. So awesome, yeah. that, was, that was pretty dope. Can Great. I ask a question? Great. Just, yeah. just yeah. kind of going back to that way to the world. Yeah. yeah. Um, we did a podcast a couple of episodes ago in regards to our personal experiences yeah um, and we touched on mental health because mm-hmm. um, I've had issues with it and so has Steve uh, so did you find just a quick question did you find writing that song did you find it cathartic at all yeah uh, there was an, uh, an element of catharsism if that's the right word to it um, it was uh, it was like it's deeply personal for me that yeah. song so yeah it's it's nice to share it and then have other people connect with it and go oh and just god. to get it out yeah and yeah. then for people to go oh my god I feel like that yes. and I'm like <gasps> exactly and, and, the, and the thing is I think the reason why we talked about it so openly last time is, is because I think the way of the world now is slowly coming around to the fact that everyone will have mental health issues at yeah. some point mm. um, and obviously I, I was writing a, a blog myself today about someone asked me said, well, why do you write songs and I was like Oh, because I love doing it. Yeah. And then I really got sort of got home later on in the day. I really thought about it, and I was like, "That's that's not really why I write songs. It mm-hmm. was originally may have been that way, but now I find it like a release." We said didn't we yeah, the other day? It was absolutely. like it's a uh, it's like your diary, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It's um, it's a it's a travel log of mm-hmm. life, yeah. isn't it? Really nice. Yeah. Very Which, profound. That was good, wasn't it? That nice, one. Stephen. I stole, I stole that from Tom White. Tom Waits. Tom Waits. Tom Waits, yeah. Yeah, I liked it though. He said it. I like the way he said it better. Yeah. He said it a lot cooler than I just said it. <laughs> Don't try it. But it is, it is, it is, it is <laughs> travel. It is your travel yeah. log of life. And oh, I really absolutely. like, I love that expression that it actually yeah. came out with because it was, um, that's exactly what it is. It mm. is. Yeah. Most, yeah. most writing is. Mm-hmm. I think uh, even kind of creative writing in a kind of story setting, there's you in there. Yeah, well, sure. yeah, your personality you in there somewhere. It, so, yeah, but someone yeah. else reads it that knows you and goes, "That character's you." Yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, sorry, there was some fist pumping on my part going on there because there's a football match going on in the background and we've just scored. So sorry about that, everyone. Um, we one of the things that I said though um, earlier to Donovan, which was quite nice when obviously we were playing 
uh, when we was when I was working with you and you was pl- you know playing, there's mm-hmm. there's this element of sort of cinematic and dramaticness to it, but there is also an element with both your vocals and and the way you play piano. This sort of more of a, like a classical feel to it as well. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot. Of, I feel like a a lot of influence from that area. Do you listen to much of that sort of stuff? Because I'm a classically trained musician. I was about to say, uh, you're yeah, classically you trained. Yeah, yeah, I am. Um, I did a whole bunch of the, the classical singing uh, back in the day, and, you know, yeah, um, I did yeah, a bunch of singing in different languages, you know, there's um, the old German Man, lullabies. I'm in the presence and... of a proper musician. <laughs> yeah, I'm shrinking in my seat. <laughs> no. I just scream at rap music, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, it, it, it was, and it was obviously very evident like, when I worked with you, that was one of the things that stood out the most. Um, and I love classical music, so mm. it, was like, it was like a big thing for me. I mean, in particular, I, I went and watched... I think the thing with classical music and properly trained singers is, is like, when I went and watched Alfie Bow for the first time, mm-hmm. he's, you know, he's mad into his sort of rock and metal himself, and he actually yeah. did, the first time I saw him, he did a set where it was all rock classics with a rock band but sang in an operatic way oh, and I just nice. think like rock and classical music go together really really well so did I immediately it, did it, that kind sounds of, really weird did it sound good that was amazing yeah, yeah. oh yeah it was I brilliant. like Alfie Bernie he was doing like Iron Maiden well. stuff and all sorts mate. Yeah. It, was, it was just incredible it was brilliant but you, you that was Im- immediately sort of noticeable as soon as I heard it, it was like actually quite nice to hear someone who can properly sing <laughs> play thanks, properly thanks, thanks. properly and properly play <laughs> yeah right. so so we will we will um i mean we're not done yet but where can people find all of your stuff where can well, they well it's uh, holly fitzgerald music on facebook on instagram um and i'm on spotify on itunes on youtube on any streaming platform i've got a website as well holly fitzgerald music and um, I'm also on Twitter if you want to hear my We'll, we'll put links, actually. I'll put links I'll say, if you to everything. what you'd like yeah, us yeah. to share yeah. on the uh, corner. We'll, we'll share it when we share out the podcast mm. tomorrow evening. Cool. And they're, they're, they're a responsive lot as well. They are, so. yeah. So awesome. everyone, will, I'm sure everyone will check it out. Check it out. Is <laughs> 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 that a mild yeah. threat down their yeah. microphone? Yeah, they'll get a seven-day ban from the group if they don't. <laughs> I have nothing to say on this. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to be pretty conservative this week on the basis that last week I was, I was quite controversial. Oh, yeah, last you week. gave it some welly last week. <laughs> you wouldn't want to be Sir Phil McCartney last week. Yeah. Let's not get into You'll that. You'll be hearing yeah. from his lawyers, I'm sure. I'm sure. Oh, well. let's, let's not go into that now. Okay. So... What is what's next? What's twenty twenty looking like? What are you doing? Well, twenty twenty <laughs> is a bunch more gigs. Um, um, Any in particular that you've that you know of that we could plug or no? But I do have a new single that's going to come out in the new year, and it is vastly different. I mean, vastly like I rap in it. I rap. Oh. And have like if you if you guys have ever listened to my music, you will hear I, me say I rap and go what? <laughs> yeah. Several of your songs, yeah. So. So yeah, okay. There's a an electronic uh, vibe that's going on just to dangle that one out there into the ether. Do you know this is something I was talking to an artist about the other day? Is I've been putting out a lot of country music, Mm -hmm. and my forthcoming stuff in the new year. I'm going back to my rock roots quite Mm. a bit. I say quite a bit. Some of it gets quite heavy. Nice. Um, And then someone asked me, "Well, what are you going to do? You're going to take down all your country stuff?" I was like, "No." Like. 
why are we still why I, I don't know I, I think the rules have changed in music now I don't think I think back in the day you had like um, you had like your CD or yeah, whatever in your yeah. album a body of work but people don't really do that quite so much anymore because no one's really buying that mm. much in the way no, of music physical music isn't the it physical music so for me and because I've got the whole world to sell to now immediately yeah. it's like well I can put out Mix whatever I want mix it up yeah. and put it out mm. I am into and I genu- genuinely am into all types of music yeah so why can't I do one minute a bit of a rocky sort of number and then the next minute do a ballad love song country song and then the next because they're not a million miles apart from each other no. rock and country like quite similar yeah no, so, it's not like you're doing but, a folk pop and then an electronic song but, yeah, ex- but <laughs> like, I would say that's even bolder f- but I, I would it. say folk pop is completely removed from time yeah if you took folk that. pop and put that next to time your other single I would say that they were Two completely different genres. Yeah, and Kaleidoscope's a James Bond song, really, in it. So yeah, like, it is. Yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, and I tell you what, I remember stuck with me that one. Did there's a note she sings in that song? <laughs> My nuts did fairly she... fell off. <laughs> did she sing it into your soul? <laughs> I like that. I tell you what, though, that note that you're talking about, I swear to God. You felt that in your soul as well. I did. My lung come out in the studio, like, honestly. That's impressive. It's a note. I think we should definitely, you got to check that one out. Yeah, whack that off. In fact, do you know what? I'm going to insert a piece of that song. Okay. I need you to send me the MP3, and I'm going to insert a piece of the song in the podcast right after I say this. That note, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll have that on the the split between the two halves. There's got to be. I was out of breath listening to it. (laughs) I was like... What you say about uh, being bold enough to kind of mix up your genres, Mm. uh, I think there's been no... There's been no better time to do it, I don't think. That's true. Because independent music is so much more accessible and uh, easier to achieve now. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So why not? Uh, I always remember Steve and myself working together. We are working with a, a rapper. And um, I know, yeah, in an office, n- nothing rock and roll about. It. Uh, working with uh, a guy called I Am Tazzle, I believe he's a yeah, corner Tazzle, dweller. yeah, he's Tazzle on his um, Spotify and stuff, yeah. Yeah, check out I Am Tazzle. Uh, but you were, you were talking and you were saying you oh, wanted God, to. What did I say this you were time? trying to. <laughs> no, no. You were trying to kind of like look at maybe a correlation between hip hop <laughs> and, and country rap. music. And I went, yeah, hip hop. Uh, like well, it was, rap, it was rap yeah. and country. I said you can call it crap <laughs> or hick hop. 
hick yeah, up. Like, yeah, do you no, know like what though? Hick. I, I tell you what, I, I, I've been okay. saying, oh, I, I, I do genuinely. Did you believe. ever do that? Because we did that yeah, we one did. song together. We, we did that, yeah. We did that song with him. Um, you did backing vocals on that one, didn't you? Do you know what was quite yes. funny though? Is I was saying no one's really done country and hip hop like properly. I suppose Nelly does it a little bit nowadays. Like um, Nelly does a lot of sort of southern by now do you mean like 15 years ago no 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 like, <laughs> is he still is he still rocking yeah but it's more like country rap that he it does is, it is he called it well he called it because he's not been around for ages has he yeah well he's had songs out in the last couple of years anyway he um well, obviously, one of the biggest hits of the last two years was from my genre, my created genre, yeah. crap. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? Crap. Um, with Old Town Road. Crap music. Old Town Road with oh, Billy Ray Cyrus yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, exactly. Lil Nas. Crap. Yeah. I told you, man. I'm, <laughs> too, I'm joking. I'm always... Joking. I, I came out with something else not long ago. What we were talking about the other week, actually, I think. It was like, I'm always two years ahead of the trends. <laughs> but I, I, I fail to put it out. I, and that's the problem. I could, yeah. I could be it's a millionaire be, it's so many times. tricky if you don't put it out, isn't it? <laughs> I could be a millionaire yeah, a so many times over. It's unreal. But... So what's coming in you two years then? Come on, hit me up, man. You've got you to get on the... Um, but no, I do genuinely yeah, think... Give Holly the inside, inside scoop yeah, so yeah, she can bring it out. I, yeah. I genuinely think... <laughs> um, I genuinely think guitar music oh. is going to be back in a big way. There's some big, big, emerging, young, talented bands mm. coming out. And they're not all rock. They are pop bands as well. Yeah. But very guitar-led and I think you're going to be seeing a lot more of the guitar again over the next couple of years. And I think a bit of that has been born out of the likes of people like Post Malone. Um, Post Malone's, you know, a guitarist, plays guitar on stage. He's got rock elements yeah, to yeah. him. He's done the track with Ozzy Osbourne on his new album. Nice. You know, you, you're seeing pop artists getting out the guitar a bit more. Mm-hmm. And, and, and there's loads of emerging bands. And I actually think that heavy rock... As in, sort of not quite classic rock sounding like seventies, eighties sound, but I think early grungy, punky, heavy rock. That's going to be over the next eighteen months. You're going to see a lot more of that. It's interesting. Yeah, what kind of post-punk uh, yeah. stuff like that? Um, Seattle sound that it never went away completely. Mm. It never think. will because it's, it's always, always going to have its hard. It's always bubbled under the surface. Yeah. You're always going to have these throw throwback bands coming through yeah. but, but there's a so lot of them going to be back at the fore yeah there's a lot of them and obviously speaking with quite a few labels myself over the last 12 months sure. from different approaches that I've had they have said to me this is a focus of especially the American industry but we all right. know what kind of happens now in America will happen here in 18 months oh, yeah, so yeah. kind of generally that's the gist of things but I think you're also going to see a dominance from UK-based artists for the Ooh. next few years as well, because American labels are going after, in a hardcore way, British talent at the moment. Hmm. They're doing the same in Hollywood, though. The yes. amount of British young British uh, actors that are kind of they're like sleeper agents in Hollywood, <laughs> yeah. and even Americans don't realise they're not American. Because we do the acting better. Oh. So, <laughs> so it's happening, it's happening in the acting few, world as well. There is They're everywhere in Hollywood. Like yeah. young British. Is that, I'm in the wrong place then. Do I need to move to LA? Is no, I, no I think they're coming here. I think that's the thing. I think they're coming you, here to I, grab them. Or? They're coming oh. here to grab them. I think that's what you're going to see a lot more of. Guitar-based music and British artists like taking over the airwaves. Well, Genuinely. I mean, it sounds pretty positive for us. So I just, I, we can only hope, right? Yeah, well, my track record's 
all right. <laughs> do your time. Just need some money I'll make from someone, all I'll these put, ideas. Yeah, I'll make some someone else a millionaire uh, by giving them an idea. Yeah. I, I, I think I'm quite good at making these kind of predictions. I, I, what I tend to do, though, because I'm a geek, mm. is I watch trends... And I sit and I watch. I don't just watch what's going on musically. I'm watching the trends. I'm looking what people are commenting about. I'm looking at the comments. When I when I watch a video, whilst the video is playing and I'm listening to it, I'm generally scoping through the comment section to yeah, see what people sure. are saying, what the feedback is. And it does just seem to be that guitar-based music at the moment and British artists seem to be popping. To be fair, there is like a bit of a like on the Birmingham scene especially there's Birmingham's a bit of a popping. a resurgence of like the whole indie thing going on at the minute mm. and like indie fusion. Time's up. <laughs> <laughs> the buzz is gone. Um, indie fusion stuff and um, yeah, there is quite a few guitar led bands going on in our scene I think. I, I think we're quite fortunate being from Birmingham because the, the Birmingham scene for music mm. is, is banging again at the minute. Yeah, it's popping off again isn't it? And the venues are relatively full again as well which is good to see especially around the custom factory yeah digbirth yeah. digbirth's just become like a hotbed for music lately yeah i think um digbirth's got that artsy vibe yeah, yeah. Like it's it, always yeah. gone up and yeah. down in waves i i was in digbirth yeah 20 years yeah 20 years ago like they've done a good raves job. and stuff yeah like drum and bass nights it, it's always going to be there mm. or thereabout when something's going to kick off birmingham wise isn't yeah. it you know I think I think it's a great city for music, and when you when you actually go back through the history books and look at the number of great artists that have come from mm-hmm. Birmingham or the surrounding and the country, areas yeah, yeah. And, the, and the surrounding areas, yeah, it's just guitar music. It's mm-hmm. just amazing. I, I went and watched. Um, I was with um, the other night Vivian from uh, Def Leppard, mm. the guitarist, and um, the band Dio the metal god mm-hmm. he's banned essentially and Vivian from Guns N' Roses and I think one of the guys was from one of the guys had also been in um, Offspring um, so I was with them the other night and I was watching them live and it was just and they got like new music coming out you've seen a lot of these older bands mm. bringing out new music and this was like a super group and what was really cool to them it was like that was like their hobby like they've done it they've made all the money they'll ever yeah, need sure. this was like their fishing or their golf mm. and it yeah, was like yeah, and they're still selling out these like massive rooms oh, it's man. just brilliant but um, no, I just love it I love the whole sort of guitar vibe so I'm hoping to see some more of that you, you play guitar you don't you, you have a who's the lad you have plays with um, you a uh, lot I don't actually um, when I, d- I guitar <laughs> use uh, different session uh, players but um, yeah I, I do I play with myself as well but um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it Steve, <laughs> what are you doing to me man I've given you double entendre disease now that's oh. what I've done you're talking to the biggest fan of 90s comedy uh, of all time I just I was I grew up watching Bottom so <laughs> Wow! Wow! Go on, Holly. I'll let you ask the questions for a bit. (laughs) Go on. What was you saying? I don't even know. You you play guitar, but you have a guitarist. Um, When I perform live, I tend to get a session person involved, mostly because if I play on my own, (laughs) Steve, (laughs) we turn your mic off so we can have an adult conversation. Let's move on. That's okay. okay. Yeah, let's so move on. yes, right. Just because of time, anyway, as well. <laughs> and I need to move on. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I've lost it. No, right. Okay. I want to ask a question. Can I ask a question? Intros. Oh, right. Yes. Okay. We need to get onto the intros. 
Quick question first. Go for it. Uh, how long have you been playing music since you were very, very, very young? What age did you first write a song or start playing music? Oh, that's mad, you know. I didn't even start anything music-wise until I was in... G- I took GCC Music because I thought it was going to be a DOS, right? <laughs> well, yeah. Okay, that's cool. No, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it turns out, FYI, it really, really, really wasn't. And then I actually literally found out then in, within like a week because my music teacher went, right, pick an instrument, go and perform it in front of the class. And I was like, oh, what am I going to do? Sang. And then it turns out I can actually sing. And um, lo and behold, I fell in love with music, did a whole bunch of training. And then ended up going to uni to do a degree in music and then did a bunch of songwriting there and then, yeah. That's amazing. And really infuriating because I've been playing music until <laughs> seven years old. She went, well, I came into it quite late, but now I'm classically trained. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just so much better than you. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, no. Maybe you should just put a bit more effort into it. And you're right. <laughs> no, that's, no, that's... I love stories... How, of how people got into what they do yeah. uh, and getting into it a little bit later I think that's quite quite interesting really because yeah. a lot of people that are, are musicians mm. they are, I was quite young ever since I was old enough to yeah. pick up yeah, yeah. guitar yeah. that kind of thing and I had no you hear, idea. All, you hear, you hear that a lot yeah. yeah let's be honest it's, it's quite refreshing to hear a different take on it <laughs> you know so so very quickly um, moving into Steve's recovered uh, intros yes uh, as you know, we're going to ask every guest that we have on the show to talk about intros. Are there any in particular, film or musically, that mm. stand out in your mind that would be an immediate... Ooh. Memorable. As soon as that song comes on, you're like, that's me song, I'm on. Okay. Um, musical ones, I can do a whole bunch more than films, yeah. for Go obvious for reasons. Um, I would go Seven Devils by Florence and the Machine because of the way that like ethereal I love Florence she's great right she's amazing live as well oh yeah I love the way she just like throws herself around the stage with like with whimsy and without Kate it's great it's uh, it's like Kate Bush too yeah I love Kate Bush yeah yeah. yeah. and yeah she's fantastic but yeah Um, great song yeah, the like the whole ethereal thing of and then uh, it just builds and it's this crescendo and then it just drops in with that. Like, yeah, it's like a big swell. First, oh, it's great. Um, nice, yeah, good like choice. That. I like that. Good yeah, choice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, like, we like. My next one would be there's a live version of Fleetwood Mac doing Big Love and it's this guitar piece and it's like I think it's like it's guitar. Yes, and... what are these choices the other week? I know, I know. Yeah. Okay, so I love good. the back. Yeah, um, yeah. The big love um, live version. Oh, I think it's on like a remastered greatest album or something of theirs. But it's. Oh, I think I've got. It's it, one of my yeah. faves. It's pride of place in the car. Oh, thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good, 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 fantastic. Good, good. Um, and then, I would have to say another live intro, and it's this one's Evanescence actually, and you know, bring me to life. Yeah. Well, she does this massive intro on the piano and it's like loads of octaves and it's um, just this great big E chord basically spanning loads of octaves and she just does it and uh, does this classical singing piece over the top of it. And it's, it's She's almost got the like, same voice, isn't she? Yeah, proper good. It's almost like a, like a whale, but like... But good. <laughs> <laughs> a good whale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've got, you got to enjoy a good whale every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> I just bought a dory from Finding Doom. I went wow, still then. Wow. I know exactly I went what you straight mean. there. Uh, yeah. Okay. Which way to send you? Well, well. I mean, I'll be there in like three weeks, by the way. But oh, in Sydney, yeah, singing. I wish. I no, wish. holiday. No, not, yeah, yeah. That's all right. Yes. You do any whaling? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So movies. 
Just do you have any? What, is, is there any movie interest that sticks the, in your head? The, the beginning of a film comes on the TV. Mm. It's ten to eleven at night. You're mm-hmm. thinking about going to bed, but then that film comes on, and you end up staying. And up then you end up staying it. up and watching it. What what is that film? Oh, we just basically asked her a favourite movie, haven't we? I mean, she did great with the three intros for yes, music, so, yes, we'll, let so we'll let her off. I mean, if we're going for like something fun, I'm thinking like super bad. But if we're going for something like <laughs> super bad, has got a brilliant intro as well. Right, it? it's got a oh, what's the funk that, song? It's like that '70s yeah. thing going yeah, on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, I'm happy with that. But like stuff like Gladiator as well, because it's just epic. Oh, Gladiator, what a film! Mm, right. Mm. Um, and the intro to that one, actually, the way that one starts, yeah, I mean, no I, funk, but no, no, it's, I'm, it's I'm okay with that. Jim, I'll let it off. There was definitely not a lot of funk around in those uh, days. No, <laughs> no. Wow, <laughs> some great choices. Yeah. Well done, Holly. Thanks. What can I say? Just bringing the fire. I'm only yeah, yeah. She is <laughs> bringing the sass. Bringing the fire down. Right, <laughs> right we're going to talk about women in a bit. <laughs> Welcome back to part two of the Chaos Corner podcast. Women. Debate. (laughs) (laughs) This is not a debate. It's not going to be one of them crazy activist type talks it's going to be it's going to be more yeah, I about wanna, yeah. our personal I don't know like he, female heroes yeah so no misconceptions this is not about uh, it's not a gender debate the sociological issues of such it's more about the greatest females that we that we know that we look up to yes that's what it's about it's just about celebrating those people yeah in general so, who wants to kick this one off? Ooh. So, for, hang on. First of all, can I start with a question? Uh, we're not going to do the whole debate on sort of who gets paid more and who gets all this sort of yeah, stuff. We're not, we're not doing any of that. We that's a different. We strive to make this whole podcast as unpolitical as possible. Uh, so <laughs> we want to keep it that way. Sure. But you know, there's still got to be elements of it when we talk about women because obviously. You know, you go back through history. Mm-hmm. It took a long time for women to even get on screen. Yeah. Let alone the experience was different. Yeah. Uh, let it's alone a different path as well. But I actually think, in a way, that is what has made some of the iconic women as great and as you know historic as they have been. So, in the face of adversity, they've succeeded. Anyway, well, that kind of thing. Hey, yeah, I mean, yeah, so, in some instances, absolutely. And one of the first names that came to my mind immediately when I thought of that was Cilla Black. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I watched the Sheridan Smith, Smith right, um, yeah. thing on Cilla Black. And, and do you know what? I always, obviously, growing up, Cilla Black was like the face of Saturday Night TV mm-hmm. for years and years and years. It's not uh, until you get older you realise yeah. she was so much more than Blind uh, Date. Uh, yeah. Yeah, here's our Graham with a quick reminder. You know that one. I don't know where she was from. <laughs> uh, but, um, but yeah, when the, when you actually watch that, when I watched that Sheridan Smith thing, I was obviously like, Damn, this woman's had a life, yeah. uh, and she was very, very talented, yeah, and it was a huge deal. Yeah, like massive. But I don't feel like 
that gets the it doesn't get the press quite as much as maybe some of the other historical musical figures and TV figures of years gone by so so that's what I mean why we don't want to make it political but there is that you know it does stand in the way I do feel as though it doesn't go as noticed yeah well yeah there there is a um, especially kind of maybe music uh, and film um, there there has historically been um, a stigma around women so you have a situation where uh a male singer or you know, vocalist or a male yeah. actor has a different route way into where mm. they're going. It might be a lot straighter and more straightforward than a female's path into that. Yeah. Because uh, what I found knowing, uh, obviously going to kind of drama classes and all that, mm-hmm. is that there are directions that women tend to be kind of try to be forced into yeah. that they're yeah. not particularly wanting to go down they I've, I've had conversations with like kind of female actors they say what they're being asked of the, things have been asked of them they're going so no but why can't I do the same thing as yeah. he did then why do yeah. I have to do this a different way yeah yeah because I think my skill set is the same yeah you know uh men and women are different but the path if you have the same talent I'm not sure if it should be that different yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 So. yeah. No. Especially in the world of art. Mm. I don't. I don't see. I don't genuinely. I've never understood. It's like the the argument about whether there should be any more male and female categories within the Oscars and awards ceremonies. Right. I mean, personally, I thought way before the whole sort of you know movement started. Um, about, you know, the old equality movement. I actually thought for years and years and years, I'd never understood why there was different categories. I always just thought, well, what, the best be, actor yeah. is, doesn't matter whether they're a man or a woman, mm-hmm. who wins. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. there needs to be, like, maybe an overall one because, I mean, there was... I forget the film now. I'm terrible with film names, and I? Yes. I'm the worst person to do this podcast. There's not a bit of self-promotion. But there was... Um, there was a there was a film I watched with Helen Bonacarta. Mm-hmm. Right. I can't remember what it was. It was like really old. She was dead young in it, and she was brilliant anyway. It was really she always is. it was really she chill. Is, like, okay. I mean, like no, like I mean, I've seen all like a mainstream films as well, but like this was old, and it was like really, really dramatic, really sort of hard hitting, kind of violent type. And I was just like that was the best performance of the year for stop and yeah. never mind yeah. like male and female categories mm-hmm. and it was just a ridiculous and I think um, that year she missed out mm-hmm. on any awards at all but then that got me thinking well there would have been male actors that won that year that were nowhere near as good as her but because they're in the male category they won an award do you think yeah. that makes sense the categories have been split yes yeah Okay. So, like, that's yeah. my only—that's yeah. my only thinking with having the split categories. It was got nothing to do with sex. It was more just—I actually think sometimes actors and actresses miss out on opportunities because, because of, of the, the split. split. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. They're not put into the same pot. Mm. You yeah. Know, no. Does it make sense? It does make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, um, makes sense. Is the is the uh, the split equal? Do you know what I mean? Like, is there the same as many number of- women in? the industry as mm. there is men and then would, would that be like a, a the, fair shot or I don't know I think there probably is roughly the same number of actors and actresses because for the most part 
there's normally male and female roles in every yeah. in every film, pretty much. Yeah, but then you've got the issue of um, how many leading female uh, roles yeah, are there? Yeah, that's what I was you know, kind of yeah. thinking. Uh, supporting. And what about non-binary friends? Yes, yeah. exactly. Uh, you've got so, an issue then where you're right, Holly, what you say. Uh, there might be the same amount of talent on each yeah. side... But are they being the equally things, represented? Yeah. The way the way work is getting written, mm-hmm. is there enough lead roles, female roles? Does that mean though that we need more female? Like Angelina Jolie recently has gone into directing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although the first real big film that she did put out was all men, an all male cast, no. which I suppose that was about a true story. We spoke about that last week. Well, that's that's oh, acting and directing. Those two yeah, they're two things. different things. But do we need more? Does there need to be more? See, I'm not familiar. I, do you know, I actually tried to do something yesterday. And, and I was trying to do this with a totally unprejudiced outlook on it. Yeah, totally unbiased. Mm-hmm. Comedians, I love comedy. Mm-hmm. It is my favourite form of media. Mm-hmm. Even above music, mm-hmm. I love it. It's I something I could never well. do. Mm-hmm. It's just phenomenally difficult. I think yeah. probably the most difficult art form there is. <laughs> but... I couldn't put... It's like I was watching... I watch... I'm a big fan. Do you watch... Um, who's... Um, not Who's Line, is it, anyway? Like, Mock the Week. And... There's to. topical and, panels. And then you watch... Yeah. Um, Would I Lie to You? Yeah. And, and there's part of me thinking... You are on this programme this week because the BBC have got to hit a quota. Mm. Yeah. Not because you're oh. more talented than another... And after... Unquestionably. It's annoying. And, but it when, happens with race too. Yeah. But then <laughs> I look... But then I look at it and I think, well, are there just specific art forms that women are just generally better at um, than, than men? And it, it, do, you know, do you know what I mean? Like, for, say, comedy, for an example, I was, I was trying to think of my top ten comedians of all time. Not one of them would be female. Okay. But there are some really brilliant... Yeah, especially well, right now, there's loads of really good female comedy, comedy comedians right now. Is that, though, because it comes back to, like, a STEM kind of issue as, like, a kind of... Like, like think of things that have been traditionally male and female, and now that's been broken. Now is why you're saying now there's great ones there's, coming through. But there, I think there was great ones before. Victoria Wood, brilliant comedian. Mm. There was loads of, you know, great female comedians around. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Um... What was your point? Um, Basically, like, there's the stereotype of what we're supposed to do and what Mm -hmm. we're, you know, there's supposed to be... uh, I'm just going to use a really horrible stereotype of, like, um, I don't know, men are supposed to be engineers, women are supposed to be nurses. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? As was the way of the world not that long ago. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. that's kind of been thrown to the wind somewhat. And um, Uh, It's going to take time. Yeah. Yeah, it has. But I also do... But you need trailblazers like... Yeah. Victoria Wood to yeah. kind of lead the way. Yeah, and, sure. and, Vic- and those are the people that we're talking about. Exactly, and Victoria Wood would be right up there. I mean, she's. I mean, she was a, she was a, a genius in her own right. More so, like with the songwriting, fantastic stuff. musician. When she as did well. the when she did the um, mm. when she was behind the piano and singing, I then thought she was like hilarious. A stand up, I didn't find as funny. But is that just because her comedy is more relatable? 
to women. Maybe. Yeah, I think her sketch, Probably. her sketches for me were my favourite thing about Victoria. Yes, sketches. yeah, Acorn uh, like di- yeah, dinner ladies and yeah, you know, things like that. Her yeah. sketches and her comedy writing. Mm-hmm. There's so much written by Victoria Wood that you don't realise. Yeah, because she hasn't acted in it. She was such a prolific comedy writer sure. that there's some of the things that you might laugh at like historically and you don't realise that she's written it one, one of the things I think though that uh, that Victoria Wood did that some of the younger uh, female comedians are not quite understanding is, is she wrote comedy mm-hmm. based on everyday women's stuff that even men could recognise yeah. so she managed to cross that it wasn't, it wasn't a male versus female no. based comedy. No, yeah, it right. was just and funny one, in general. And one of the yeah. things I'm noticing with the a lot of the modern day ones, which is why I, I think it's stopping them a little bit, is is they are either doing one of two things. They're just saying sex words, and <laughs> they put st- yeah. I, I watched someone the other day, and she must have done twenty jokes on things she put in. Uh, mm. And I was like, <laughs> in uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, I'm going to leave it there. <laughs> I'm going to leave it there. But I was just like... Syncopated. But I'm thinking like, okay, you've done that joke. Move on then. Yeah, yeah. Let's tell, tell us we a funny it. story or yeah. anecdote or something yeah, like that. Yeah. It, it's almost gone back to like the old, like we were joking about before we started the recording, the old slapstick man comedy yeah, of the yeah, 90s. Yeah. yeah. It, it's yeah. kind of it's kind of that, but... That has existed for a while though. Yes. Because you have that in the 80s. You know I mean, you have a... Joan thing. Rivers. Yeah. I got my period. Okay, brilliant. That, it's funny the first time, but it's yeah. okay. Let's move on to something else. Yeah. Uh, okay. But, but yeah, but Victoria like, would, but that's why Victoria Wood that. was so good yeah, because she what she managed to do yeah. was go. Well, I'm going to tell jokes that massively relatable to women, but make fun of women a little bit as well. Mm, she used to do yeah. that a lot. But the jokes are going to be so recognisable that the husbands are going to recognise their wives mm-hmm. in these yeah. jokes as well. Yeah. And that's why she was so good mm-hmm. compared to all the others. Yeah. Because okay, she managed I, I, I she managed to encompass the whole spectrum of the yeah. audience. That's why she, she had fun, such she made a fun wife, of everyone. Which is... Right. In a in, in a really, really clever way, so it didn't feel it never felt spiteful. never felt insulting, right. you know. So. It never felt insulting, never felt degrading. Even when she was like dissing men, she did it in a way where you would almost imagine that was your missus saying it. Yeah, like you, you know, and that was clever. That's why she was so good. Have you guys ever listened to Chelsea Handler? Or, no, like like seen any of her shows? It is oh my god! It is, is she quite new? Is she? Out I don't know. That. Outrageous! Yeah, um, she's uh, big in the states. She's got her own talk show and stuff, and Netflix series and stuff. Yeah, what but, kind of vein is she? All right, is she Sarah Silverman? I don't know Sarah Silverman. <gasps> Sarah Silverman. She's Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer. Okay, yeah, a bit uh, right. of a, like shock jock, maybe a little bit. Uh, think Schumer, but think think. If there are times when I find Schumer really funny, right. and then other times when I'm just like, "That's like any comedian." But just yeah. like she's got a hook. Yeah, Chelsea Handler is just like I Chelsea. Just, Han- I'm just raking it. Can I say you can edit this out if you want to? But yeah, like on, balls to the wall, she just does yep. not care, no. like at all, and yeah. she's just funny, but yeah. like in a insulting way. But yeah. do you know, what? it's yeah. just dark. I tell you, who I really like. It was a bit like that. I don't know her name. Canadian woman. She's on a lot of the panel shows. Does a oh, I think I know what you mean blonde. Yeah, woman. yeah, quite pretty looking. Not your typical comedian, mm. really. Uh, she, I she know doesn't. What you mean. Yeah, what's her name? 
But she's hilarious. She she can be really. We can't funny. keep doing this. And we you know, keep going down the road and going. I can't remember her name, but there's. I tell you why. <laughs> I, 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 a lot on this I, podcast. I, I don't know. I will tell you why I like her again though, is because a bit like the girl you was just mentioning then. Mm-hmm. She's a bit like really don't care. No, she who doesn't. I offend. Yeah. yeah, I'm going after all of you. Oh yeah, literally, yeah. literally. Yeah, and she used, and you, she, she used to work herself. She used to work at Hooters. She yeah. used to be, and she she doesn't care. <laughs> I have Botox all the time. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. I don't care. This yeah. is what I do. I know what you mean, but I can't think of a name. I know, it's really frustrating. It always happens when Catherine we're on here. Ryan. Catherine Ryan. Catherine Ryan. She's great. She's Acting like I just remembered it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good old Catherine, Google. Yeah, Catherine Ryan is good. Catherine yeah. Ryan is good. But again, there are... Do you know Ash, Ashling? Ashling B. Ashling B. Yeah, she's yes. good as well. She's, she's hilarious. Anyway, we just... This is not sorry. a comedy... Sorry, sorry. It's not sorry. a comedy podcast. No, no, but we need to go on to yeah, but other legends. But, but they are... But, 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 those, but those few are kind of leading the way, I think is what we were saying at the moment. So yeah. if you need any good female comedians to go listen to, we've just mentioned a few. Yeah, there you, there you go. go. So that was... Go uh, check them out. <laughs> but music. Music. Let's talk top, about your musical top influence. Three, top four. Influences. I, I think we. I think we put people under too much pressure when we did the top four or five thing. That's tried to refrain okay, from doing it. Give us so. a grouping. Gareth. Favorite, when I got yeah. Gareth, he was like, "Yeah, Ooh. <laughs> five. <laughs> it doesn't have to. The, the number one doesn't have to be number one. Mm. That way, yeah. Uh, top groupings. Uh, female musicians, right? Mm-hmm. Um, ooh, I'm gonna go. Uh, Ella Fitzgerald. Um, yeah, is that literally because she's got the same surname? No, no, that's um, <laughs> I've, I've got oh, I've got a love for jazz, you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, a little bit of uh, jazz matter. Have in you watched life. Whiplash? No. Is it going to change my life? Yeah, probably. Okay. <laughs> to be honest, watch that. <laughs> watch yeah. Whiplash. He, 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 for about six months, was like you watch which you watched. I, I can't say that. Joke, Have you watched Whiplash? That's hard to say. Mm-hmm. Um, for about yeah. six months, solid. Yeah, oh, I'm going to watch it this week. I'm going to watch it this week. Never did. Eventually, <laughs> I would not give up. Eventually, watched it. Walked into work the I, next I could day. I tell in his eyes that he'd watched it. He just looked at me and went Whiplash <laughs> and just stared at me. I, went, I told you, didn't I? <laughs> oh my god, it's mind-blowingly good. Watch it if you like jazz. Okay. If you like jazz, that. Yeah. yes, it's a good one. Watch yeah. that. Yeah, Ella. Okay, um, Ella. Ella Fitzgerald. Ella Fitzgerald. Um, I'd probably go uh, Nina Simone. Her um, Cinnamon, that one that's like ten minutes long, is like one of my fave pieces. This is like jazz, just piano. I love it's Nina. Wild is the wind is my favourite. Oh really? Yeah, but nice. yeah, Ella's nice. Ella, Nina. Oh, it's very um, jazzy. Yeah, yeah. There's quite a few. Um, I'm gonna say Billy Holiday next time. No. Um, um, there's, I'd probably go because Evanescence was a massive thing for me in my teens, so I'd probably go Amy Lee to be fair as well. But um, some of the big vocalists like Whitney, um, um, and then other females like Florence is a massive thing for me as well. Um, Florence for me is just like it's the power she generates. Yeah, I love the melodrama. Yeah, like shamelessly overly romantic. Yeah, yeah. What, what do you yeah. think makes those guys stand out though like obviously they've got great voices but mm. they were ju- they, those people you've just described are more than just voices yeah I'd say to do with the artistry um, there's a lot of there's a few trailblazers there's great voices in there there's um, in terms of like genre in terms of like like to look at the lyricism from a lot of them and the the actual subject material and Nina Simone was an activist as well yeah yeah so, yeah. so that, there's that crossover yeah. between being a good artist and being important mm. to a grouping of people. Yeah. You know. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, so no, some that's a that's a pretty, pretty heavyweight, pretty heavyweight list. We talked about Madonna last week, uh, the other week, didn't we? Well, yeah. she's kind of top of my list of influential. Yeah. Artists. Uh-huh. She was kind Not of particularly w- the best at their craft, I wouldn't say. We, we spoke uh, about charisma versus style and substance yeah. last week, and I think she was like top of the list when it comes to like. The charisma and salesmanship on yeah, stage, yeah. wasn't she? she image, was like, changing your image to sure. stay relevant. Sure. There's no one better. Reinventing. Well, yeah, as yeah. a businesswoman, she's faultless, you know? Yeah. <laughs> as yeah. a brand. Yeah, perfect. I mean, just look at that kiss she did with Britney and, like, you've oh, got to... Yeah. It, she needed to do it. Hashtag she was getting, sales. She was going to be left behind, yeah, yeah. And then there was that fake fight with... Uh, she's just uh, always managed... and all that. Always managed to find a way of making herself relevant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Always, which is, again, that's that's no mean feat regardless of who you are. That doesn't... That's not even a sex thing. That's just bloody difficult to do oh, full yeah. stop. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's just... I'd but put her she up was there so with like Bowie for stuff like that, like Icon. You know. Yeah, same. She's up. She's up with it. I mean, the first live concert she did, dressed in what she wore, must have been like at the time. I mean, do you remember when she come out with the pointy it's bra the, thing? I was going to say, was it the cones? And you're thinking like, well, imagine what the world because it was a very different time. Well, she imagine what the world thought when she did that. I mean, it's, there must have been like. Mm. I think she ran away from home at like 15. Got into New York on her own with nothing. Oh. And just built her career from there. I just love that's people really like impressed. that. That's, 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 respect for that. That's, that's pretty hardcore, man. <laughs> you know, people are just blinker, don't they? Some yeah. people, and they're just, just they, they're going to do nothing's it. Nothing's going to stop me. Stop them, yeah. The fact I can't really sing all that great <laughs> doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I'm going to be matter. the biggest pop star ever. And she did it. It's just it's impressive. Can't, Some mad respect for that. Mad. You can't not love someone like that. Even if you don't like their music, you can't mm. not love... It's just... Well, if you don't, I've done something wrong with you. Yeah. <laughs> it's really... It's got to be... <laughs> not that we're judging, but there's something wrong with you. <laughs> yeah, there is something wrong with you because it's like... It's inspira- yeah. It's it's. How can you not find inspiration from that? Well, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the fact a lot of these people as well don't always like make it that early on. Mm. You know, not, they're not that young. What about, you know, talking about pop princesses, what about Britney Spears, the Spice Girls people like sure. that? Do you not think that they're just as influential as Madonna. Whitney no. and Madonna? No. I mean, they they dominated an entire, maybe longer, decade. Yeah. They dominated. I'm not saying they're not influential. And I'm did the saying. whole girl power thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, absolutely. like, were Spice, would you put Spice Girls up there in terms of female Power, empowerment or um, what? I, I, to an extent. That's, that was their brand? To an extent, yeah. And I've got to confess, like, like Holly, as a kid, had, was a, big fan. had a pink cassette type and had... I bought their first album. Like, yeah, yeah. Holly was, like, in. I was... Okay. Sporty Spice was my spirit animal. Like, mm-hmm. I was in. Girl so, power, yeah. Yeah. Um... It was quite a bold feminist statement. It was, it was and massive. young girls were saying it. And I think that's quite important, really. Mm. Yeah. If you think about it. Yeah. Do you mean? Uh, empowering. Yeah. And it started mean? a new wave of girl bands as well from it that did, point oh, onwards. Yeah, yeah. You know, like it really There are a string of them. Whenever now a new girl band comes out, they're immediately put against yeah. they're like oh but are they as good as the Spice Girls mm. so like again you might not like their music influence but would you yeah. put the, they'd have to be up there definitely definitely influential, influential. Wise. I mean, Jerry Halliwell if I'm correct on this I don't know whether the figures will have changed in the last few years yeah. has had she's I don't know if it was the world but definitely Britain more number ones as a female artist than any other female ever really 
because she had the Spice Girls, and then she had apparently six or seven number ones of her own. What? Really? I thought, my I thought exactly the same. I was like, that is horse manure, right? <laughs> and I checked. <laughs> And I checked. And not only that, but the number of top ten hits she had as well. Wow. With both the okay. Spice Girls and on her own. She's actually, in terms of decoration for platinum singles and whatever, it's like, she's up there. You mean there. UK number ones, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But she's like one of the wow. biggest selling female artists of all time ever. Wow. In her own right. Go, Jerry. Yeah, <laughs> go, like, Jerry. Like, when she had, um, she did the dancing, it's raining men thing, didn't she? She did that. Do you remember that? She did the whole sort of dance routine like she was auditioning. Yeah, the no. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't great. It wasn't great. Chills. But I think even even songs like that charted really well. Mm. So, like, she, you forget she yeah. had a massive career mm. and yet you don't really kind of consider her as one of the greats, yet she's probably had more number ones than most of the greats we've just mentioned. Mad, that is. Mad. But the thing, you go back to... We'll go on to kind of a... a th- this is a good segue, actually, going on to movies mm. uh, and people in the film industry. So not just um, female actors and movie stars, but people behind the camera as well. Sure. When you go... When we're talking about Madonna, uh, about being an icon um, and crafting something that is almost matchless uh, against anyone else, yeah. but her not being the most highly skilled vocalist... I don't think you could say further than in the in Hollywood or like the golden era of Hollywood, someone like Marilyn Monroe. Right. I've seen about four of her movies, and I don't think she was a skilled actress at all. She played no. the same part over mm-hmm. and over, and it was a, a sexist kind of back yeah. in the eyelids kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. However, is she, is she an icon? For the ages. Yeah. <laughs> well, everyone's got that image, just that one photo of the skirt lifting. Yeah. You know, yeah. she's an icon for the ages. Yeah, uh, and it's a moment again about it's about fashioning yourself something iconic. I think we've I think, a snapshot of time, isn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think with iconic people, iconic people, the difference they have other than regular people or artist, famous people. Mm-hmm. So if you take famous people and then icons within fame, yes, yeah, the icons have moments. Yeah, there's moments that yeah. everyone know about. Yeah. yeah, that are burnt into pop yeah. culture forever. Yeah, that kind of yeah. Thing. yeah, exactly. Like Andy Warhol, that's Marilyn it. Yeah. Monroe. That's it. Yeah, yeah. got a bit one. Yeah, forever. <laughs> well, yeah, that that picture will be around forever. It's never going anywhere, is it? Um, she was no Jodie Foster or Meryl Streep. Oh, see now, <laughs> but as an icon. Fame. Yeah, don't get me wrong, they're both massive as well. Yeah. But iconic yeah. as a kind of a figure that transcends the genre. I think Marilyn Monroe is higher up, personally. Yeah. Are my favourite actress. Why is that, though? Exactly. It's a phenomenon, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Well, it's the same as what we said last week. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, <laughs> please, let's not, go to, let's not go on to St. Paul again. <laughs> but anyway, but the um, Jodie Foster, by the way, my favourite actress ever. Oh. I think she's bloody damn well brilliant. And I don't think she's had... She's been amazing since she was 14 in Taxi Driver. Yeah, I don't think she's had enough of the big roles, though. And 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 no, oh, we were going to... I think she uh, chooses this, her this, roles no, pretty no, carefully. I think she'd have had a lot more... This is going to sound horrible because she's not. I'm going to have to. Say, I'm going to have to say. It. There's, no, there's, to say it. there's no other way of saying it. I think if she looked like Jennifer Lawrence, right? Mm-hmm. She's in every movie ever made. 
Jennifer Lawrence is brilliant as well. Yeah, she's Jennifer a very Lawrence. good actress. I mean, she's just a cow, isn't she? I mean, you look that good and be that good of an actress at the same time. You <laughs> just, right? uh, if I was a woman I'd just, and I was an actress, I'd be wanting to like acci- like stick some marbles on the floor yeah. outside of her. <laughs> Every time she falls uh, over on the red carpet, yeah, you're like, yes! Break yeah, just, something this time. Yeah, but yeah. why does she do it? And she's still adorable. Like, one time she'll land about? on her face. It's because I, I don't know. She's quite down to earth, and she's, she's not like good at walking. <laughs> she's definitely not good at that. There you go. But she don't. That's one I, thing we got on her. Yeah. But, but one of the um, we, we talked about this with Mick Jagger last week. She's got a real no f's given attitude mm. to what other people think and about it her. Yeah. And this goes back to another podcast we did about why people give up their hobbies. It, it, it's because but she, she doesn't care. Mm. What the journalists have said something about me brilliant. What did they say? Let's have a listen. Mm. Like she doesn't care. No. That, yeah. And and she's just got like I don't give a shit. Like I'll say what you like. I'm gonna just roll with it yeah. anyway. And I'm gonna make a complete tit out of myself anyway. I'm gonna get levered and be <laughs> sick all over someone famous. So <laughs> write what you like. Deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Deal with it. Love it. But then still look amazing whilst doing it. Yeah. And and but I do think though that that is actually another thing, especially in the movie industry. Um, men and women it's no surprise that all of the highest paid actors and actresses in the world just happen to be the best looking mm. you're Brad Pitt's you know you're Leonardo DiCaprio's you're Angelina Jolie's you know the Jennifer Aniston's I, I think the tide is changing a little bit now because the people that you've talked about are in kind of pushing 50 now and uh, Jennifer Lawrence is doing well for 50 she looks great <laughs> no you said Brad Pitt yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so these are people from he more, still looks great though doesn't he more I saw him on the Ellen you've got a bit of a man crush <laughs> he looks better now I, I saw him on the Ellen DeGeneres show like you know and they're just degenerate uh, degenerate nice. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they kind of just zoomed in straight in his face and you're like oh my god how pretty here his eyes <laughs> it's like I had a bit of man jealousy do for a need, moment do we need to take a break so you can compose yourself <laughs> but anyway, I think I think the craft acting wise is becoming more and more important yeah I believe yeah. Uh, it, it helps for the silver screen that you look good and mm-hmm. you are I, I think it's less about how kind of traditionally attractive or pretty you are it's more about how striking you are yeah like the way modelling's gone yeah, right. you know right. what I mean. So, I think music's gone like that. We were yeah. talking about that tones and I. Yeah, last oh, week. Do you know what I saw a photo of her the other day and I was like, "You do not look anything like I was expecting." And I said the same 19, thing. Nineteen, right? Mm. I said I the same like, thing. What? Have you heard her backstory? No. About how she came up with that song. No. Brilliant. You shared it on the corner, didn't you? Uh, yeah, I, it's, I'll put a little video up on the corner if anyone hasn't watched it. It's really good because a rock, mate. <laughs> it, what happened was is she. Um, the dance monkey bit was mm. she was performing on. Uh, uh, she's a busker for yeah. years. She had to pay the license to be a busker in um, Sydney or and Melbourne. Melbourne is actually where she got noticed. Yeah. Um, and it was actually the song is about some drunk people late at night walking past her and they were going, "Go on, do another one." And she's like, "No, look, I'm really trying to pack up." Yeah. And they were grabbing the microphone and like taking the mic and like making fun and sort of going, "Come oh, on, right, okay. do another song." Almost like you know, dance, monkey dance, you know, like yeah. me, yeah. like. But obviously, she didn't want to make it all about herself because it become too personal. So she she changed the words from like "sing for me" to yeah. to to "dance monkey," and that's kind of she kind of just made it make it less personal. Yeah. Um. So that other people could sort of relate to it but it was it was all about this like sort of night of being bullied by some drunken people while she was out and I thought it was really quite 
cool. Yeah, yeah. As an artist, though, I feel like, like that happens. Like that, that is something that sometimes you are treated a little bit like a performing monkey. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm just trying to have some dinner with my family. I don't want to sing to the restaurant right now. Thanks very much. Yeah, well, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it, it's unfortunately it comes with the territory, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, we can't control how people act and yeah. how people treat other people, and especially when we are, you put yourself out there. Yeah. You know? So sure. that, that's the downside, I guess, isn't it? So. But again, like, I'm just touching on Tones and I, because she's obviously looks how she looks like we look you know we've just mentioned but again I think then you've got to trace that back to Adele Mm. because Mm. Adele kind of broke the mold we only spoke about this last week you had to be a size 6 beachwear model ready pop princess to do anything in the music industry for a really long period of time Mm -hmm. until Adele came along this you know curvier Big hoop, ear wearing, tracksuit, spouty mouthed chav. She's so funny though. Chav, uh, yeah. she's so funny. But she, she she opened the door for people. She opened the door for people like Ed Sheeran, Louis Capaldi, mm-hmm. people who they would mm-hmm. never have they been pop wrong. stars. <laughs> Traditionally, they look wrong. They, they, they would they would but, they would never have what? been pop stars exactly uh, ten years before 20, 15, 20 years ago. No. Not a chance. No. But no, but now then you see it's almost like no. It's like well actually. Let's all just wear tracksuits. I mean, look at... Yeah. Uh, I've spoke about her loads, man. I think Billie Eilish, she's probably one of the best female yeah. artists to come out in a really long time. Um, her dress sense is not typical of a pop Well, that's what I was talking artist. about. That's what I was on about with that Tones and I, like, literally. I looked at a promo shoot and I was like, damn, this shit, there's no... There wasn't, like, a massive amount of pretense around it. And the same with Billie Eilish and it's... Um, it's it's nice that that kind of and Lewis Capaldi have you seen his Instagram? He's like, hilarious. Yeah, like he just doesn't care, does he? No. Nah. But that's what I like about people like Tones and I mm-hmm. and, and Billie Eilish now. Like they're kind of for me those types of figures. Probably more Billie Eilish than mm-hmm. Tones. And I I think their their general attitude has has been like not to conform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think um, Jean Vissel uh, Jean Vissel Basket. He was like an artist uh, yeah. in the eighties. He said, I'm not, because he was a, a painter, but he was a, a black painter. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And he came out with the term, I'm not a black artist. I'm yeah. not an artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's the... Key, I hate that. Oh, you yeah, know? sure. And sure. this goes back to what I was saying about actors and actresses. They should just be... It's one, it's one thing. Um, the, the, the only thing, very quickly, because we are... This virgin on our longest podcast so far. That's fine. Um, but I think it's quite an interesting topic um, to stick with. You can always pause it and come back to it another time if you want to finish it. It's all right. Exactly. Um, there's no rules. But let's just very quickly, because mm. you touched on it earlier, you mentioned it in passing, but I think female artists and femininity... Right. No, that's yeah. not the word. Yeah, yeah is that the word? Is, Within the industry has been growing. And now you, you mentioned earlier uh, non-binary, but then you've also yeah. got the transgender mm-hmm. thing now. And it's, it, well, not it's not just now, it's always been there, but obviously it's more public. It's more public now. It is, it is, yeah. It's more public now. And I've got to, I've got to admit, actually, as much as I thought I was going to hate... Haiti. I watched. Um, You're gonna say I'm a celeb. Yeah, the, yeah. the I'm a celebrity. I actually think Caitlyn Jenner's done like a massive, a massive, massive favour to the. I don't know what they, you know, people of that community would think, but I think they've done a massive favour. Mm. 
her being on that program. Yes, it's good for um, like it's the profile, exposure. isn't it, and awareness. It's awareness, profile, that's because do you know how quick, it, what what surprised me was how quickly that a few people who thought it was a bit strange yeah. have just very quickly just accepted the fact yes. that that he, yeah. he's a her, mm-hmm. and and that is and and it was like we've met, watching it. It was like. He's actually pretty chilled about the whole thing, and she's talking about things mm-hmm. quite openly. About he's, he's, she said, "I'm still their dad, yeah, like yeah. to his kids yeah. and stuff yeah. like that." But I think, for, like again, if you want to class as a female icon, mm-hmm. th- there needs to be more icons now in this era, I think, than ever because. Mm-hmm. There's so many things changing with uh, the female role models, who they are, mm-hmm. and obviously now transgender. Um, it, there needs to be more of these people that are sure. that are out there doing these things. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay, you're going to get some shit thrown at you from time to time. Of course you are. You expect that. That's what you got to do. But you just need those one or two strong ones, don't you, to kind of just go... Boom, here I am. I'm just a person. Yeah. yeah. I just dress different. Yeah. 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 What's the fuck? Yeah, what's the problem? And I actually think brilliant. I, I, I actually really, I think personally, she's she's been really funny, dance worth, quite yeah, good. For sure. I, I think it's been really good for it. I mean, I can't say I've wa- I haven't watched the whole thing, so like I can't be like. Yes, well, I've watched near enough all this, of them. This, <laughs> <laughs> I do like it. Yeah, okay. it is good. But yeah, um, I think what you said about awareness, lol, not exposure. Um, <laughs> completely the wrong word. Um, <laughs> um, awareness, yeah. <laughs> well, I think yeah. Um, it's 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 really good for the community. I think it's, it's a profile raiser, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. yeah so I, when you. Like like anyone, me as a black person or people that have been... People uh, on the podcast are just finding this out. I know, yeah. Off, <laughs> off you go. <laughs> no. It's looking at someone that looks like you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And that gives you hope and it gives you something to aim oh, yeah, if sure. they're successful. For sure. Uh, so that's that's influence, isn't it? Which, yeah. yeah. Mm. It's, I'd like to see the likes of like Hayley Kiyoko and people like that be... Raised oh, yeah. into raised. the profile into a little the, bit more, yeah. But this is the thing. I think um, I think we need to do a better job of sharing that sort of yeah. right. That's what the that's what the corner's for. So if you've ever got these people mm-hmm. that you think we all should all be checking out, you should be posting it in the group yeah. so we yeah, can all absolutely. see. We can see it. So just quickly to round off. Yes. <laughs> I was about to say your favourite female ever. Then I was just not well, really got, the right. I'm, 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 let Donovan let Donovan let Donovan because she can have a think on it now because I've just kind of just threw quite a difficult I question female, oh. Oh, all like, time yeah. the best female in the world ever <laughs> and you can't say like your mom or your nan or oh, something like that well, well mine is my mom but I can't say it. I thought it was too late I've already said it uh, okay top two I would say for me personally that I look up to are Oprah oh. and J.K. Rowling. Oh, okay, okay. That's two seriously badass women. That is, that is some <laughs> One's the, bad ass women. Oh, one of them's probably the most powerful female in the world. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't even say that. There's no kind of sarcasm yeah. to that at no, all. No, she Oprah really, Winfrey yeah. is one of the richest people in the world. Should have run from nothing. Should have run for president. Mm. Mm. Uh, and J.K. Rowling. I think she'd make a brilliant again. president. Um, single mom up to her eyeballs in debt in her early 30s getting nowhere wrote a book the rest is history <laughs> wrote, wrote a book the rest is, the book. The rest is <laughs> yeah. history the book good lord 
Amazing. I mean, she was like, but that was just. It just gives you chills. And and they they both started quite late, like what we spoke about in the other week, yeah. About not giving. See how all these these uh, subject matters all linking together. They do. Yeah, (laughs) it's not. It's almost as though we've thought this through. Oh my goodness. (laughs) They both started late. Yeah. But look at what you can achieve if. I don't know. I hope someday I've got that much drive I, I don't well, I clearly haven't got it <laughs> because I, I, I would have made it by now I, I tell you but they're just the two incredible females I tell incredible. you I tell you who I really become to love over and it was over a period of obviously the time they were in office and I, she, I ended up actually because I really loved President Obama's sort of his, his, his attitude. Like I loved him. Did he nick yours? No. Right, but but I, yeah, it was only it was only after watching a couple of his interviews that were brilliant, and hilarious, and whatever uh, that I saw his wife on a few things. Yeah. Then I started digging not only into the funny side of Michelle Obama, but like into the more sort of serious stuff that she does. Oh yeah, um, and I just think she's incredible, and I think she's another one that should run. Mm. Like for president yeah. to be a president, talk about I, that, I genuinely it? think that if she ran for it, she would be the next president. Yeah, I don't think there'd ever be. A, I don't even think the, the sex thing, like with Hillary Clinton or the rest of it, like mm-hmm. whether like being man woman or the rest. I genuinely think she'd have a really really good shot at it. Um, mm, I don't think America's, people like America's quite divided. polarized at the moment. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. I think <laughs> yeah, but I think she was more liked than he was. Possibly. Possibly. I think she was, and and the fact that you know like Ellen DeGeneres as well, like mm-hmm. the, all the the work that she's done behind the scenes. What, dude? Have you just like been in my brain? Uh, like, <laughs> no, <laughs> like I think stop she's, saying female name. No, no, no she's nicking all of. No, boys. anyway, no, that she's not one of my favourites. Okay. She's what she's up there though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when we were talking about comedians earlier, mm. actually, I totally forgot about her. I would put Ellen in my top. 10. Okay. I genuinely would. Yeah. Totally forgot about her, actually, whereas I was thinking through the names because I was just thinking British comedians yeah. for the most part. Ellen DeGeneres is one of the funniest women in the world. Naturally funny as yeah. well. A bit like Graham Norton. Mm. Like a kind of... Charismatic. And yeah. But um, and my my other one would be, well, like I said earlier, Jodie Foster. I just... I just best. She's amazing. She's just utterly brilliant. Oh, nice. Nice. Brilliant. Nice. Go on then. Well, <laughs> are there any left? Uh, are there any left? Um, do that to him. I would say Ellen is probably one of them because LGBT and she, she trailblazed that one, and then um, like seriously trailblazed that one. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think she's been great for the community, and I think she's overall, like you said, brilliant in her own field as well. And you know, it's. Um, I think Ellen's just great, just in general. Yeah. She's just a great person. Yeah. Who's brilliantly funny. Mm. Mm. Um, and I was going to say, I was going to say, uh, maybe a sprinkling of Michelle Obama, to be fair. Yeah. Um, but do you know what? But Ellen is generous is actually one that a lot of people in America, going back to presidency as well, you talk about females that could become president. Yeah. She's another one that people have actually tried to convince to run for, for office, haven't they? Like, they've had campaigns for her to try and run for it. And Can you imagine that next president of the USA, Ellen DeGeneres? Like, well, Trump did it. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, and again, though, when when you've got someone who you don't, in my opinion, to be a political leader, you don't necessarily need to be political. No. What, and what all the politicians? I think people are, are moving away from that. Yeah, I think what all of, of the politicians <laughs> in the world right now are all getting massively wrong 
is none of them are broad-minded enough. And it's, right. not the polit- it's not their policies that matter. It's their acceptance of everyone. Because mm-hmm. at the minute, it's like, you're on that team, you're on that team. Very yeah. partisan. Yeah, yeah. Whereas someone like Ellen is like, she might ha- lean towards one side, but she has empathy and compassion for everyone. Sure. And that's the difference. Politicians don't have that ability in them, I don't think, because they're so blinkered on the law and the finer details that they forget that people are actually involved. And people like Ellen Mm -hmm. and Michelle Obama and people like that, they seem to get... They get it. Yeah. They know what it's like to be down here, but they also know what it's like to be up here as well. Yeah, yeah. So they're the perfect representatives of the people, in my opinion. I think they, they... yeah. Body everything and the fact that they're women and have probably had to go through those harder segues yeah. to get to where they are. Good yeah. shouts. Oh, Even thanks, though thanks, Steve tried to ruin it by saying <laughs> both their names before you. But well, it makes me feel quite good actually <laughs> that I would have picked the same similar ones. So are you are you are you the same or what's your best that, woman that's ever? No, been? no, like I go said, I, I think um, I think in terms of best, I think most sort of influential sort of women on earth I, I don't know whether I could put one I could put one down really I, I don't I don't think I know enough about them hmm. to, to to sort of say yeah. you copping any, out anyone no, just, <laughs> he's put us my, on the spot no, my, like, no. my favourite yeah. my favourite my favourite my favourite <laughs> two women as I said earlier was Michelle Obama and Jodie Foster for her acting yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. Michelle really Obama what I just I think what I loved about her was just her ability to connect with mm. people and I don't think there's many people in the world that have that ability yes yeah, a natural ability like she was funny stern compassionate yeah empath- had a lot of empathy intelligent <laughs> very intelligent and at the same time had a bit of a ruthless streak about yeah, her we got it yeah. those are the six ingredients surely that make you a great also, leader also can we talk about the level of tone in her arms please because we just she need to insane, yeah. talk about that for five minutes <laughs> on top of everything else like if she looks like she's a pro tennis player like come on, what's, what's, what's with the tone oh yeah she arms? could send you <laughs> yeah didn't she have actually she had a press up competition with Ellen on Ellen's uh, uh, show like oh no I miss that yeah she battered her as well obviously <laughs> <laughs> she was like I can do this all day on her fingertips like, the thing is that you thought Ellen would be in with the shout she's like the weight of a packet of crisps <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Ellen was never going to win that battle the weight of a packet of crisps <laughs> I think we've mentioned some really big female names in mm. there let's get this on the uh, the group let's run a poll yeah. favourite most influential females influential females in the, of all time in the public eye let's, let's run a poll and see what everyone says every time we do this immediately someone drops in a comment and you go how the how hell did, we not did think she of not that? come up in <laughs> yeah. however long this record length podcast has been? We're, we are on to an hour and sixteen minutes, so let's um, let's call it let's call it there. Mm-hmm. But brilliant! Thank you very much for coming on. I think it's been a really interesting. It's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, it's been a really interesting podcast. This one, I've enjoyed it a lot. Awesome! Yeah, it's been great. Thanks for having me, guys. Brilliant! Catch you on the corner. See you later. Bye. Bye.